And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister Mary. How you doing? What's up, everybody? And we were here to talk more about The Office, as we are in Season 5. We're coming down the home stretch. We are so close, guys. And this week we are doing Episodes 21 and 22, Two Weeks, and Dream Team. Before yes. we jump in, though... Mayor Bear, why don't you let them know what they missed last week? Absolutely. And can I just say that as quickly as season four flew by... This one's like a... This one is... I I literally was looking at Netflix today and I was like, wait, we're still... Oh my God, we're still in season five. I'm like, I feel like I've been doing this for six months. This one has been... It's It's it's, really fun. It would be a lot worse if it was bad episodes. Yeah. Uh, they've been good though. So they like, have been, but it's just it's like been Jesus forever. Christ, I'm still in season five. Because yeah, we started what? We started season five a long in time like ago. January. <laughs> so it's been. That's a, how we started the year. Yeah, it's been a fucking meat grinder. <laughs> but but anyway, guys. Yes. So last week we discussed Golden Ticket. Uh, where Michael comes up with the idea to put five golden He does not come tickets. up with the idea. Well, no, okay. He steals the idea. He steals the idea from Willy Wonka to put golden tickets into different customers' orders, mm. which would allow them 10% off of their paper products for a year. <laughs> well, turns out in true Michael fashion, while he's dressed up as Willy Wonka, <laughs> that their biggest client, Blue Cross of Pennsylvania, got all five so they got 50% off their entire order for a year, which oh, yeah. basically means they're going to shut the branch down. <laughs> yeah, Jim, Jim's uh, commissions were going to try He's out. pissed. Yeah. Um, and basically, Michael tries to convince Dwight to take the fall, and Dwight does until David Wallace shows up and says it's the best damn idea because Blue Cross just made them the sole supplier of mm, everything. That's right. Where then Michael's like, wait, but it was my idea. And, uh, you know, like, it, it's really funny, but it's kind of everything unfolds, and my and poor David Wallace is just like, what the fuck? Yeah, pretty much. He's just over it, because yep. Michael's an asshole, and Dwight's an asshole, yep. and that's it. <laughs> and then we go on to New Boss, where uh, basically Prince Paper, we remember that Michael had to cover for the regional manager, and we find, or district no, manager the vice or president. Yeah. And uh, we find out that they did hire somebody, Idris Elba, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Charles Minor Minor comes on the scene and him and Michael just do not gel. Him and Jim just do not gel. He doesn't really gel with anybody, to be honest. He doesn't, but Kelly and Angela love him. Yeah, because he's an attractive man. He is a very attractive man. Like he was in Ghost Rider 2. I guess. I don't, rem- I don't recall that movie, honestly. <laughs> I remember Ghost Rider, but I don't remember the sequel. So went to the uh, midnight showing of that movie. Jesus Christ. There was a of thing, course you did. There, there was a thing for a few years where Nick Cage had like a movie come out on my birthday. So me and my friends would go to the midnight showings. Because it was Those like Ghost, it was uh, Ghost Rider 2. A couple two, sad uh, drive angry. 20s, wasn't no, it? No, it was awesome. Are you kidding? I, drive Angry is still like one of my favorite movies ever. Oh my God, we explained that movie to Mom the other day. It, who, drive me? Angry, me and Dad. Oh, Dad oh, likes that movie. Dad I got him loves into it. it. Yeah. Our father loves it. And we, he was just like, Ann, you would like it. And I'm like, <laughs> um, I don't think Mom would like it, Dad. He goes, why? I go, well, the scene where uh, he's in a gunfight and he's... He's banging he's, a hooker. <laughs> I said he was intimate with a woman and he doesn't move her from her position the whole time. He goes, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, he's, Which was the grossest thing I've ever yeah, heard. Our father is just like, stay in her. <laughs> <laughs> Disturbing. So anyway, um, basically it all comes down. Charles is like, I'm your boss. 
David's not your command anymore. Mm -hmm. You have to go through me. And Michael doesn't like that. So he goes to New York and... Kind of vents to Wallace. He quits because his 15th anniversary party was supposed to be coming up. And David, even though he like kind of placates him and gives in to all of Michael's demands, he's like, you don't respect me. Nope. You have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> That's right. And, and we now, had, we had a, yeah, we had a good discussion about Michael's season five story arc yeah. last week because it has been pretty logical. It for, yeah for an absurd character, it's a pretty logical <laughs> progression. And I don't know because we're going to talk about these two episodes this week. I don't know that it remained true. <laughs> To put it to put it mildly, we'll have but, to see. Yeah. But that's where we pick up now on episode twenty-one. Two weeks yes. now, dude. You want to take it away? Yes. And the cold open. Michael is regaling the office with his "I quit" story, mm-hmm. and they're all into it. They all want it, but he's like dragging it out and taking his time. <laughs> and everybody knows, like th- he knows that they want him to tell. So he's just like, oh yeah. So he's making it as dramatic yeah. as possible. And then he just says, oh, I just told him I quit, and everybody is like shocked that he wasn't indignant and like called yeah. Wallace names and spit in his face and stuff. And Michael's like, well, it sounds like you all have thought about this. He, right? doesn't, he doesn't realize that that's how they would tell him they, that he quits. And that's the cold open. Yeah. It's pretty decent. It's okay. So, I enjoyed it. I mean, I like how Oscar's like, I love a good quit story. Like, it kind of makes him like, you know, one day I'll have my own. I dream. <laughs> so Michael is like screwing around the office with Jim, like taking shit off his desk and that. And Jim ta- does a talking head where he says, Michael not trying is really, like, a big difference from Michael trying, right? it or not. Like, it doesn't seem like <laughs> it, but... So, ever since Michael put in his notice, he's just been, like, fucking around. He's drink- He's walking around the office drinking <laughs> scotch and Splenda. Tastes like Splenda, gets you drunk like scotch. Yeah, and it's, like, his tie is, like, askew, like <laughs> Rodney done, Dangerfield yeah. or something. So, Michael does a talking head where he pretty much says he has no plans. He's just sipping scotch. That's it. Yeah. And uh, Stanley tells him, like, yo, you should, like, start looking for a job. And Pam is even concerned. She's like, do you have any leads for jobs, Michael? And he's just kind of dismissive about it and claims that people will come looking for him. Oh, the headhunters will come to him. Yeah, of course, the headhunters. There's only one person I know that I've ever, like, actually heard a story like, oh, this headhunter from Florida came and got me. And I'm like, bullshit. Yeah, I've never heard that at all. But, of course, the headhunter discussion devolves into Dwight actually talking about headhunters. Yes. Like from Gilligan's (laughs) Island or something. So uh, Charles comes out and asks Mike to do something. He gives him, like, this paper. And as he walks away, Michael just crumples it up and starts sipping his scotch. Like, he yeah. he's not doing shit. <laughs> so Andy goes and he sees Michael in the break room and he gives him a gift. And um, I think it's wine, right? And Michael's kind, yeah, of a, yeah, yeah. Michael's kind of a dick about it, but at the same time he's like, Oh, he's oh, like, yeah. I already have a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> One bottle of wine is enough. So a man arrives for an interview, and he asks Michael, oh, are you interviewing too? Mm-hmm. And it turns out the guy's from Philly, and Michael's like, oh, that's a drive. And the guy's like, well, this is one of the only few places hiring, so it's really it's rough out there. And you have to think, what is this, 2009? Yeah, this is like post-apocalyptic uh, depression. Recession, yeah. yeah. And, and like Michael, when he hears that, his eyes get wide, it starts sinking in. Like, and I he's really... like, fuck. Yeah, he's still riding the, like, the adrenaline of quitting. And it's mm-hmm. just starting to sink into it like there needs to be another step now. Yep. So Pam is setting up the new copier. And we see the wear and tear of the old one. Like people putting quarters in it. <laughs> no, and... Creed going, like putting the quarters in. And then, uh, who is it? Oscar. Oscar. I think it's 75 cents. What a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. And like Kevin spills <laughs> coffee on it. Bandit, uh, Angela's cat, oh, is yes. like nipping at the fucking wire. Yes. Uh, it's kind of like the cat in a Christmas vacation, like going at the wire. <laughs> so... Um, 
Michael <laughs> is at his desk. We see Jim, and behind him, Michael's door is open in his office, and you hear <laughs> just like all these ungodly noises. And Jim, without even looking at Michael, just goes, "It's Monster.com." And Michael's like, "Oh, okay." So Michael is in his office. He calls Prince Paper. Oh to, God, this one is gut wrenching. And they're <laughs> like, "There's a message." We're out of business after 40 years, but thank you for your service. And, uh, Michael... and the little girl's like, bye now. <laughs> yeah. and, and Michael goes to his pad, crosses them off, and says, Prince Paper, other, was it other, other options? Other chains. Yeah, so he has no leads. He doesn't know what he's going to do for nope. work. And, um, you know, Mike starts throwing stuff at Jim for to get his attention. So Jim comes into the office, and Michael tells him that he's starting his own paper company, the Michael Scott Paper Company. And, of course, Jim wants no part of it. No. no. And as they're talking, Charles barges in. And he's just like a dick to Jim. Like, oh, you're wasting time, Jim? I have to say, like... He really I is an get asshole. It. I get it to the point where, like, you know, the favorite for one is not the favorite for the other. Like, I totally get that. But he's being, like, belligerent oh, yeah, towards they, an employee. Like, they, hostile. Like, almost bullying. Yeah. And, like, they, like, he's hostile it's, towards it's Jim. It's one thing to have, like, somebody not like Jim. But, like, they're pushing it too hard. Yeah. It's like, okay, we get it. He doesn't like Jim, but like, exactly. he's really like a real fucking asshole. Yeah, like, he's even, like, what everybody are you else doing, be, Jim? Yeah, everybody else should be like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. So, Dwight goes to help Jan, or Jan, excuse me, Pam, <laughs> with the copier. And he starts reading the German instructions. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, a ceremonial sarcophagus. Yeah. And he says that his German is mostly pre-industrial and religious. <laughs> Which is amazing. Which makes sense from the... the uh uh-huh. minister uh, no i was trying to think oh, of the yeah. right term the minister that, that married Menezes. him yeah the and angela he yep. only speaks du- or deutsch it's a close society yeah so charles leaves and michael runs out to pam and he wants her to change like the letterhead on an order form for dunder from dunder mifflin to michael scott paper company mm-hmm. and pam is like really concerned and michael says this is a dream i've had since lunch Nobody's going to take it away from me. Yeah. Uh, so Michael like makes good points to her about how he can su- succeed. That he built this branch up. He has mm-hmm. all the contacts. He knows like all the people and everything like that. And Pam tries to explain to him how to like scan it and yeah. you know, all the shit. And he's just like, can I just put like tape over it? Transparent tape. <laughs> yeah, like he's, that's, he's just going to do the bare minimum. <laughs> so Kelly and Angela aim or angle for Charles' attention. I, I do the, love, I think oh, it God. was Jim said like, oh, you're creating a paper company in de- while well, the industry's in decline. He goes, yes. are you kidding me? I practically created decline. Michael's, like he has no idea what he's talking about. His ability about. to understand the English language is alarming. <laughs> like, because it's... It, like, he really is, like, not functional. Yeah. <laughs> it's really... Like, him and Kevin are... Well, Kevin's different. They're Kevin's close. just slow. Michael is, like he, like, he doesn't understand what words mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really weird. <laughs> so, uh, Kelly and Angela go into the conference room oh, where yeah. Charles is set up, and they're angling for his attention. And, Char- like, Charles kind of realized, like, this is what Michael did. Like, he just let anybody in. It was the Wild West. Like, people, if they had a problem, they'd just go to him. Mm-hmm. And he does a talking head where he says, I am aware of the effect I have on women. <laughs> Which is, you know, always a good thing to hear a right. G say, a guy say. But I do love when um, Angela leaves. And oh, I got it right oh, here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, Kelly, like, shoves her out the door and shoves the door in her face. And she claims that Angela's turning 50. <laughs> she's like, she's so sweet. She's turning 50 this year. That's something that broads <laughs> do, isn't it? I mean, not really. Oh, come no. on. Like, when you're, like, ooh, look at this guy. This guy's attention. You're not, like, pulling out all the claws, like, everything you could say. I mean, I've never. Well, actually... not you. I'm talking to no, the wrong no, no. Person. I'm no. I'm saying I've never actually seen women fawn over a guy like, like that. that. Oh. Like within such close proximity. Have you to had each friends other. who like the same guy? 
I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Even in high school? Like, back then? Because, like, this is, like, <laughs> high school, the way they're acting. I wasn't friends with the one girl, but I was friends with a girl who was fr- who liked a guy. And? Um, Were they like this? Were they bitchy and catty and, like... Um, they... She would talk shit slanderous? about the other girl, but I also... <laughs> like, I knew the other girl, but I wasn't close friends with her, and I'm like, yeah, but she's actually really nice. I think they're just friends. But she was like, she's a fat bitch! Well, I mean, everybody. Everybody always talks shit, but I mean, like when they were like together. No, no, no. Because no. I, I knew a few guys who like like the same. Oh, guy. I'm sure they did. And guys carry themselves differently. They like guys are like, oh, I hear he has a micro penis. Because a hard well, problem the, to have. These like, women, no, no, that's passive aggressive. <laughs> like this is passive aggressive shit. The girls are doing. Like I've had guys who like literally broke into fisticuffs. Oh my like, god! Like once she leaves, they're like, "All right, let's fucking throw down." Like I, I know that sounds Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, and yeah, cavemanish, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's something that I saw in firsthand. It was pretty crazy, actually. Wow. I got punched in the gut for supporting a guy. Oh my god! Yeah, that was. Hilarious. See, I always, whenever I hear like of guys fighting over a girl, I always think of Heath Ledger from Ten Things I Hate About You, a movie I've never seen. Says, believe it or not, what is this chicken beer flavored nipples? Oh well, well you've used that line on here before. <laughs> I have. Right. I love that line. No, but like there was two guys who were going after the same girl. And the one guy was a quote-unquote hockey player. Oh, and the other one was, like, one of my best friends. We played in a band together. And um, he's married now, has a child. He's a good guy. Mm. I'm a big fan of him. But, like, I was supporting him because, like, I was like, oh, you guys are, like, great together. And yeah. And the hockey guy heard me and, like, punched me in the stomach. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't see it coming because he was, like, fuck? five foot three. <laughs> and he was just this little leprechaun guy. And Aww. I was like, oh, hey, what's going on, Pat? <laughs> Boom! He just fucking he sucker punched him. <laughs> Oh god, that was hilarious! Where's your pot of gold? Oh, he oh he was such a dick. I that's, hated just, that guy. that's just it. Like, can we just make one thing clear? Like, it does not matter how tall you are. If you're a dick, you're a dick. Oh yeah, you can be seven feet tall and be an we asshole. Know, from like a female, like because I oh. know a lot of guys like are like girls don't want a short guy. Girls don't give a flying fuck how tall you. At least the nice ones. As long as you treat them right. As long as long as you treat them nicely and you're not a huge dick. No, assholes come in all shapes and sizes. Exactly, just all like flavors, bitches. All flavors and colors. Just and like bitches. Just like bitches. I love how we just went off on this screed about yep. bitches and assholes Sorry, and Sorry, guys. Fucking back, assholes. Back to Idris Elba. Yeah, okay. This ep- no, I'm going to be honest with you. This episode, like, failed me. And I'd rather talk about, like, high school bitches <laughs> than this. So Michael asks Andy to join him. And Andy says, in this climate, to which Michael responds, all climates. Yeah. <laughs> And Andy pretty much says no. But as he's saying no, Dwight walks in and Andy tells him about it. And Dwight seems very skeptical and pretty much says no without being asked. Yeah, that was awkward. I think he was more upset like, Michael didn't oh, come I'm, in first. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to want to be involved because you don't want me there. Yeah. Once again, passive aggressive high school stuff. Yep. Describes this episode to a T. I mean, that explains everybody a lot from of Charles to Everybody from Charles to Kelly is acting that way in this episode. Except for Pam. I have to say, Pam is oh. just being studious I'm with the say friggin' copy. This Pam storyline was so cookie cutter. <laughs> So cookie. Because as we get now to the part where Pam finishes the copier, and guess what? Everybody watching knows it's going to happen next. It doesn't work. But this, I is lo- like, this is like fucking vaudeville level comedy. But I love how Meredith goes, Little Miss Thing wants attention. I'm glad Meredith calls her out. <laughs> so now there's lunch in the break room, and Oscar has a note in his sandwich <laughs> to meet Michael outside. 
So he goes outside. He's bitching at Mike about like the sanitary effects yeah. of tampering with his you sandwich. You can't just say sterile yeah. and make something sterile. It doesn't make it that way. So he shoots down Michael's offer and pretty much gives him the hard truths about opening yeah. a business and what it's going to be like. And he walks like, away. Like you don't have a business plan. You don't have anything. You don't have lines of credit. You got nothing. Nothing. So Michael <laughs> threw the vent at the bottom of the door <laughs> for the bathroom. Michael is like trying to get Stanley. Dude, Stanley going, Michael, can't you tell that I am urinating? <laughs> urinating. <laughs> like you, like, I don't think it's this episode. One of these episodes coming up, you hear water hitting the bowl. Yes. It's not this one. <laughs> but um, Stanley, Stanley says no, and Michael goes, you just lost out on a million dollars. And Stanley just starts laughing. He goes, no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, it's so great. So uh, the copier now works, and Pam is all proud. Yeah, that's, that's I would be scene. too. Uh, she's so annoying. It's just like, oh. This, they needed to cram no, something maybe in. it's because, like, I've been there where it's, like, up to me to fix things and people just, like, leave you to your own devices. You can do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? This is a lot harder than it looks, so <laughs> fuck you and I want the credit. <laughs> so, after Pam finishes, Hank comes in with Charles to escort Michael from the office because Charles found the tampered with order form. Oh, you mean the taped on yes. Michael, paper, Michael, Michael Scott, Scott Paper Co.? Yep. So Kevin does a talking head as Michael's being escorted out. He says, Mike's a good guy. I think he has a bad rap around here. Mm-hmm. I should tell him. And then he looks over his shoulder out the window and goes, ah, he's all the way over there. <laughs> Doesn't feel like doing it. So Michael is escorted out and he's out in the parking lot yelling up to the window. And no one can hear him. Well, that's because Charles is like, ah, 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 you're done here. Yeah, he's like, and he the... walks him out. Yeah. And so Michael... Pulls out in his PT Cruiser and he yep. disappears. Which I thought was a company car, but apparently no, not. No, because what was the previous one? Was it the... Sebring. The, the Sebring? Yeah. What did he do with he that? He drove it into the lake. No, that was his car. Well, no, we, that you're was right. The that was the company car. car. Because yeah. the rental car was into the into the lake because in the previous episodes, he had hit Meredith That's with right. the company car. That's right, because it was with company property. On company yeah, property so, yeah. with company property. So you'd have to hand that in. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sorry, go on. Plot hole. Yeah. Uh, so... As he pulls away, in the next scene, we see him sneaking back in through the ivy-colored covered <laughs> fence of the uh, parking lot. Uh, so Toby is does a talking head. And this this is life. This yeah. is, like, almost philosophical. But coming from Toby, it's, like, straight up <laughs> awesome. He goes, Michael's like a movie on a plane. It's not great, but we watch. When it's over, you ask how much time is left. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds like a life. When it you have, does. like, a major event and then, you know, it's over. So Mike and Pam... Uh, see Mike army crawling through the office as he snuck back in. <laughs> and he tries to, like, he takes some files by Angela. He's kind of, like, bantering with everybody. Jim declines him again. Yep. So then Michael sits under the window of the conference room. And he's, like, trying to get everyone to join him. But yep. nobody will. So he tries dragging Phyllis's <laughs> chair. Which seems odd that she's the one he went to. And he's, like, dragging it. But Charles can see him, like... Phyllis struggling. Something. She's like, what the hell? Yeah, she's, that? like, going back and forth, struggling, like, kicking at Michael... And uh, Charles comes out and basically threatens Mike. And Mike leaves. He's just like, he's going to take off his jacket and like fight him. So Pam runs out with Mike, though. Yeah. So there is like a bit of a moment of clarity when Michael like is giving his pitch to them on the floor. Mm -hmm. And he says, are you like doing the best you can do right now? Can't you do better? And like she does this like blink, like... Well, yeah, because she just spent six hours doing a copier and nobody gave a shit. <laughs> yeah, so she, like, runs out to join Michael. And, and Jim's Jim like, fo- what yeah, the Jim, fuck? Jim follows her down <laughs> and they get out to the parking lot and she tells Mike, I'm coming with you. And they, like, they shake hands and she says, I want to be a salesman. So Michael's like, oh, all right, that's cool. And they're both geeked. 
And Jim tells her, like, I'll collect your stuff and see mm-hmm. you at home tonight. And as they're walking away, did you ever see The Graduate? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert for a 53-year-old movie. Well, I've seen... I know what happens. I've just never seen What happens down, at watched. the end? Uh, at the end, they leave on a bus Yeah, after. he breaks up the wedding, right? Yeah. And, like, they're all... They're, like, running out, and, like, it's like, oh, my God, this is the craziest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then they get on the bus, and their smiles kind of fade, and they're, they're like, like, fuck, what, what next? Kind of like Toby with the yeah. movie. And that's the look that Pam and Michael get, because, like, they're smiling, and then they leave the parking lot, and they continue walking, and the smiles fade as they're like... This is a new, like, life that yeah. I'm walking into right now. I just now. left my full-time job with benefits. Yeah, there's no going There's no going back. <laughs> nope. Exactly. Uh, so Charles has an, a meeting where he declares that Kevin will be the new receptionist. <laughs> but Kevin, I think Kevin just says something like, the phones? Yeah, he goes, phone. Yeah, and he says Stanley, who's playing a crossword puzzle, yep. is the new productivity czar. Czar? Which, czar? Like, <laughs> Can you think of anything more, like, governmental? Like, you're my new czar. Like, Oligarchy. Just say, like, look over everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> productivity czar. Or manager. Yeah, something like that. You're my number Supervisor. two. Supervisor. Number two, even. Assistant. Yeah. And so, like, everyone files out. And the two of them are just, like, looking shell-shocked. Like, yeah, they're like, what the hell just Staring happened? ahead, like, oh, God, why? These new duties <laughs> I must do. All I wanted to do was, be, like, just go under the radar. Mm-hmm. And that's the episode. Yes. So, Bear, what did you give this one? I gave it a 3.2. I gave it a 3.1. So, okay, right. we're on the same page yeah, about this one. it was one. funny. It had its funny moments. I did laugh out loud, like, once or twice. Maybe twice. But, Maybe twice. Well, I said once or twice. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just but agreeing. it was nothing like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. It had its funny moments. This is one that moved the story along. Yes. But didn't take time to, like, really include anything crazy funny. Yeah. This was like, okay, Michael and... This was about Michael and Pam. I did love Michael's scotch drunk managerial Yeah, him just, like, not giving a shit. And, like, that was fun. Like, you saw... First, like, I guess, like, the copier things were boring as fuck. But in the long run, they paid off because, like, Pam's like, what is my life? Can yeah. I do better? And, like, that's why she does the whole thing. But, like, watching it wasn't any fun. <laughs> like, these were... Um, you know, I, I almost feel like these episodes are worse in a way than watching like Chair Model. And I say no. that, hold on, hold on. I say that because like there was this one and the one we're going to do next week, uh, episode 24, where I was bored. Like I, there was parts going on where I was just bored. Are you looking up episode number 24 now? Mm-hmm. That is Heavy Competition. That's the the one where Dwight and Michael we're we're gonna talk about it next week, guys. But yeah. I'll give you the precursor. Mike and Dwight battle over customers, and there's yeah. a storyline with Jim and Andy that is absolute tosh, as a, a word the British will use. All right. Well, we won't get it. But into no. But that. I'm saying, well, I was watching the episodes together, and like I found myself at certain points during this one and that one where I was just like, I'm bored. Mm. Like there's nothing. There's stuff happening, but it's not consequential. Yeah. It's like Michael is just doing stuff. Charles is not a, for an actor who I like, like Idris Elba, mm-hmm. this character is not charismatic at all. No. And, and like, I know he's supposed to be a hard ass in that, but there's a way to do that and like kind of show some life. Yeah. Like his character is so hard ass that there's no other dimension to it. And you're just like, yeah. okay, he hates people and he obviously doesn't uh, like his I, job. I think, because I know, I, I know his whole storyline, obviously, because mm-hmm. I've watched it, but... I think that we'll see another side to him in the coming weeks. Okay. We'll just say that. But as for this one, I was just like... Yeah, eh. no, it was like, it was oh, okay. okay. And it kind of sets you up because you're now yeah. expecting next episode. And, and, and another thing... Oh, like, Kevin is the receptionist now. <laughs> well, another thing is like, I, I want to get to it. I'm probably going to get to it next week. Because I think these four episodes, 21 through 24, 
are there like a piece together. It's kind of like a puzzle with four different corners. Yeah. You know? And so I, we'll probably talk about it next week. I get where it's like a long form arc. It's not like... Yeah, this is not a yeah. one and done So episode. like this is just a piece of the puzzle. And I'm not going to say like the whole puzzle is shit because I didn't enjoy this one. Maybe when it's all through, I'll have a different opinion of it. Yeah. But like just watching it in isolation and is just like, ah, okay. Yeah. It was forgettable to me, to be completely honest. So, I mean, the thing is... I like the fact that they're taking time to tell stories. Yes. And that's one thing that we bitched about with uh, Stanford is that they didn't take enough time. Yes. So I so am not, I'm okay I'm with not, it. Yeah. I'm totally okay with it. I'm yeah. just, and it, it's an above average episode. It yeah. just wasn't. It was whatever. It wasn't yeah. a five star. That's all. You just go eh, after Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. That was entertaining. I don't want to, I don't want to kill myself. Well, it's like it was entertaining, but yeah. it wasn't like slap my knee funny. Yeah. It, it, it's good. Pa- it's good time passer. <laughs> Exactly. So, okay, so we did that one. Uh, I'm going to do a little musical interlude here, and then we're going to do, 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 do. do the next episode, which is what, Mare Bear? Dream Team, right after this. And Intermission! Yes, we are back, and Mary is going to tell you right now about our social media pages, where you can find us, hit subscribe, love us. Talk to us, whatever. Go ahead, Bear. Hey, everybody. You can always hit us up on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. We like to keep it fun, funky, and fresh over there. Always like to post our favorite screen grabs from the episodes. I know last few weeks we may have been slacking, but there Somebody's really... been slacking. Okay, I didn't have any screen grabs <laughs> from those episodes. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, I don't know. I just didn't... Nothing snapped. No, it didn't come to me. So, uh, but you can always hit us up over there. We also like to uh, post random thoughts when the XFL was a thing before quarantine happening. I missed the XFL. Or isolation happened. Social distancing. Social distancing happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Kevin would post about his XFL there, but we like to have some fun. So again, on Twitter, you can follow us at Brosis Podcast. And if you're uh, interested in emailing us a long form, mm-hmm. uh, you can hit us up at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Yes. And we'll read your shit on the air. We'll get back to you, whatever you want. Yes. Um, also, you can find us now on the Ginny Position. Yes. That's the feed we're on. Also available on Anchor, Podbean, Spotify. Google. Really, any, almost anywhere that podcasts, podcasts, podcasts. Podcasts are found. Oh, bother. <laughs> oh, Bob. Oh, Pooh Bear and Tigger were in the Thousand Acre. Is it a Hundred Acre? Or thousand? thousand Acre Woods. Thousand Acre Woods. <laughs> Do you remember that show when we were kids? Yes. On Disney, there'd be that big stuffy British guy who was like Winston Churchill. And yes. Pish posh. There's the owl. Oh my gosh. Kanga and Roo. <laughs> Shit was awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's where you guys can find us. We'd love to uh, be in touch with you. If you have anything, uh, comments, questions, concerns <laughs> about yeah. the show, be happy to uh, address them. Absolutely. So, we just finished episode 21. Now we're going to do episode 22 of season 5, Dream Team. Yes. And Bear is going to take the lead on this one. Yes. So, we, like we said on the last episode, we kind of got set up for a really good cold open on yes, this one. Yes, yes. So, Kevin is in reception, and Apparently, he forgets to answer the phones because Jim's like, Kevin, you're going to answer that one? So <laughs> Kevin yells, Oscar, your mom. And Oscar walks over to the desk to take his phone call. So then we see Jim going like, basically, how do I put this? Kevin is performing 
As expected. <laughs> For a guy like him to be doing the job mm-hmm. he's doing. Yeah. And then uh, Kevin yells, Andy, phone <laughs> call. And Jim's like, it's it's almost like when you're like training a, a dog or you're... What? I'm trying to think. Like when you're trying to make an example to like a child and you're like, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Don't okay. give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay there. So he's <laughs> like, Andy, you stay there. Kevin, did what do we talk about transfers? <laughs> And he's like, well, I wa- I had it on my hand, but I washed my hands. <laughs> like, in true Kevin form. Oh, totally. Um, so basically, we then get a, a picture of Kevin transferring the phone to the wrong desk, running over to that one, hitting it to the wrong desk again. He does it like three times and everybody's like, Kevin, yeah, oh my he God. He does like a lap around the office trying to get <laughs> the call to the right place. And Andy's like, you're killing the nard dog. <laughs> So now he finally gets it to Kevin, or I'm sorry, to Andy, and everybody starts cheering. Oh my god, it's like the Ewoks at the end of Return of the Jedi. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> um, and then it turns out Andy's in a talking head, and he's like got tears in his eyes. Everybody's still celebrating in the background that Kevin transferred one call, <laughs> and uh, he's like, my mate just died. <laughs> Andy has a mate. Uh, yep. I think that's even funnier than the fact that she died. Like, that's good. And that's the cold open. Good stuff. So uh, now Pam is explaining that she, like, she shows up, she gets out of her car, and she's like, oh, it's the first day at the Michael Scott Paper Company, um, and she's at Michael's condo. And, like, we see, like, as she's walking in, Michael has, like, what would be, like, a political lawn sign, yeah. and he just printed out papers <laughs> that have make Michael Scott Paper Company on them and put it over it, put it in his yard. There's mail on the doorstep, and it says it's to the Michael Scott Paper Company. And Michael answers the door in his robe. And he goes, oh, good, my hooker's here. (laughs) And she's kind of concerned because he's in a robe. But now she walks in. Michael has all of these office supplies on the table. He's making French toast. And she's like, excellent, I'll take some. And, like, they do this really weird accent when they're speaking because he's like, French toast. And she goes, yes, please. They're all, like, like, uh... Uh, what is that word I'm looking for? Like arrogant British yeah. people, almost, or like rich people. Hmm. I like British people, but um, they're okay. Well, you're like arrogant British. <laughs> no, people. like you know, like the people who just like oh, 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 too bad, the thousand day cold. Oh, I do so. Yes, <laughs> exactly. People say but, um, <laughs> harum. I didn't get a harum from that guy. So now we're back at the office, and Charles is explaining that he's going to run the show effectively. While uh, they look well, they for look Michael's for replacement, a manager, yeah. yeah, and uh, he's like, you know, you guys can ask me anything you want, and of course, Kelly's like, where are you staying while you're in Scranton? <laughs> the way she said Scranton, yeah. She, well, I'm glad so because nobody else on the show says, yeah, it right no, way. that's true. They nobody else pronounces the T. Um, <laughs> Scranton. Yes, thank you. But she's she Scranton. was like. Scranton. (laughs) She's trying to be demure and like ladylike for Charles. And then they're like, where are you staying while you're in Scranton? (laughs) Like, it's weird. But anyway, Charles is like, all right, we're going to get started on X, Y, and Z. And he like stops. And then there's Stanley with his crossword puzzle. And Stanley eventually makes eye contact and he puts Puts it it down. down. Even Stanley's put in place. Yeah. And then... (laughs) Dude, mouth, Dwayne is mouth breathing like he's just like, <sighs> like not wheezing, but no, no. he's just like breathing super heavily. And Jim's like, "What the fuck, Dwayne? You <laughs> like, never do this. Why are you doing this?" Yeah, and of Don't course, worry. Charles yells at Jim and not Dwayne. Yeah, exactly. 
Like, Talbert, look up here. Yeah, pay attention when I speak, boy. He doesn't say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway, we're at the Michael Scott Paper Company, and Michael's like, um, he basically won't stop making French toast. That's essentially what it piles is. piles of it. Yo, he has like four loaves of bread yeah, worth yeah. of French toast. <laughs> really? And Pam's like, well, I'm full, so, um, you know, maybe we should start the company. And he's like, I'm just whipping the eggs. I want to make more French toast. We'll get started after breakfast. And she, like, grabs the bowl to try to, like, be like, no, Michael, enough French toast, damn it. And he spills the eggs all over himself. (laughs) And he's just like, now I have, well, one, he has Crocs on. (laughs) And now he has eggs in his Crocs. So um, Pam kind of gets him to admit, like, he's scared. He's overwhelmed. Yeah. he, He doesn't know what to do. We're back at the uh, office, and Creed, Stanley, and Phyllis are talking about Charles, how he doesn't eat, he doesn't sleep. They've never seen him go to the bathroom. (laughs) And Creed goes, oh, oh, he does. And I'm like, what the fuck does Creed know about Charles Minor's bowels? Hanging out in the bathroom uh, ceiling. We already know that Creed likes to do his number twos in the ladies' room. (laughs) So what is he doing in the men's room for that long a period of time? But um, So anyway, that's it. That's all it was. Uh, then we go back to Michael and Pam, and Michael is like, you know those uh, old TV commercials that they used to sell the ab crunch? Like, it's like this oh, yeah, machine. It's a big, like, it's a contraption Yeah, do crunches. It's like a, like a gyro ball. Yeah, thing. almost. So, Michael's doing that, and Pam's like, he's like, I feel weak. I don't feel as good as I did the other day. And Pam's, like, essentially trying to talk him off the ledge, like... She's doing pretty well. She's being calm. Yeah, and she's like, let's just make a list of to-dos, and we'll mark everything off, and we'll feel so much better. And Michael's like, first thing, we need to find 100 clients. Like, <laughs> already overshooting. <laughs> Did you notice the shelf in the background of this scene? Um, it had his dundies on it, It had right? his dundies on it. A big M. A big M. <laughs> and it also had a straw hat that reminded me of Beach Day. Oh, it probably was, yeah. Probably, right? Beach Day. That was so good. That was a good one, yeah. But, um, so anyway, Michael says that the second thing, or the first thing is he wants to just, to create a dream team. Sorry, guys, that sentence came out yeah, like dribs mm-hmm. and giraffes there. <laughs> sentence frank. So he said the first one is going to be Ryan. Pam automatically is just like, nope. <laughs> and he goes, oh, Vikram, he's the best salesman I've ever known. And that's a throwback to when he was doing call overnight center. call centers mm-hmm. for Lipephedrin. Yep. yep. Yes. With Larry <laughs> Figueroa. Yes. So, um, he and Michael says, well, we already have an investor meeting this afternoon. Oh, and Pam and, lights and up. And Pam's She's like, like oh, oh my God, we have an investor? That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So Michael, feeling very uh, good about himself, sits down on the couch, mansplays, and shows everybody he's not wearing underwear. Yeah, his robe opens up and his balls are out. Oh, uh, we see his pixelation, which I'm pretty happy about. <laughs> it's the second time now that Michael's Hanging penis, brain. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been exposed. <laughs> So now we're back at the office, and Andy has his fucking feet up on the desk, and it's almost like his screensaver, because it's like a slideshow of pictures of teams winning soccer, playing soccer. And of course, Charles walks by and is like, oh, are you a soccer man? And Andy's like, oh my god, that's my secret obsession. Nobody knows about it. I'm so embarrassed she saw it. Worst fake act. Oh, it's real fat. It's real bad. I loved it, though. It's real bad kiss-ass. Yeah. And so Charles is like, oh, that's great. And Jim's like, I'm not a kiss-ass. That's not how I do it. I come in and I do mediocre work. And that's with half a good attitude. Oh, that's how Jim. I do it. I like Jim. 
Mm-hmm. He's the realist. Yeah, he's okay. Okay. So anyway, we're back at Michael Scott Paper Company, and uh, they're like, "Oh, let's." Well, Michael comes out dressed, and he looks at the camera, and she's like, "No, you look nice." Like he hasn't put on the same yeah. suit for the last fifteen years. Yeah, he, he has like no confidence right? at all. So now they're like, "Let's open the company's first piece of mail." And it's from the condo association that basically says you can't run a business from your condo. That's awesome. So they're like, all right, we're going to add find an office to the list. <laughs> so now we're back at the office. Everybody's just pretending to enjoy soccer. Stanley has a, po- a fucking note card. It's yeah. like, I enjoy so-and-so Diego, Maradona. from Argentini- Maradona. Argentini- Argentina. Yeah. And well, they're you, like. You, you know Maradona's name. They, yeah. A brand new song is titled after him. Me versus Maradona. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, he's a soccer player from Argentina back in the day. Brand new is really good, guys. I love the band. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about, the band. No, I know. That's what I mean. I love the band, but I have no idea who who their song names are referencing. Yes, he is the title of that song, Maradona. And he's, Hmm. oh my God, he, I only know this because ESPN like shows weird shit sometimes. Especially, the Ojo, uh, yo, the Ojo yes. being on lately. Oh yeah, that marble racing is actually intense. <laughs> but like they're playing some weird shit, and like Maradona now, like you think of soccer players, and it's like every woman swoons. Like he's like fat. He has like a mullet and like a muscle. <laughs> he looks like if Danny DeVito was. Uh, I don't even know how to describe him. He looks like shit. Aww. He doesn't look like a soccer player. So like I don't know. I I look at him and I'm like. Do you remember we talked about Tommy the Green Power Ranger was the yes. Tony? You know, like yes. that's what the guy who like played soccer in high school and now he's just like, ah, you know, I still go to the games. I don't have any kids. You know, like that's the guy he still has have my shin guards. Yeah, that's what he looks like now. He's just so shitty. Well, it, it's that it's just funny because the only soccer player I know is Pele. 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 Well, do you you fun. know David Beckham. Oh yeah, everybody knows David Beckham, but I don't know him for a soccer. Lionel... He married Posh Spice. I have a problem with her. I, you should smile. I don't get the Aww. whole not smiling thing. They're Especially when, well, when you're as rich as fuck yeah. and you're hot as fuck. And, and you have a hot ass husband. And you have fucking money and a family and yeah, job she's, security. What, like four or five, four kids? Yeah, like smile. And she still looks like that? Like, I guess she's, you know, hashtag on brand. <laughs> come on, please. Yeah, I mean, that was her brand from the Spice Girl days. Posh, yeah. And, you know, I was a sporty guy myself. Like ten year old me, I was like when I was discovering women. Oh boy! <laughs> I was like, oh, sporty's my style. I like Alrighty. her. All right. I wasn't into baby, and Ginger was automatically out. Is that her name, Ginger? Yeah. Ginger's yeah, she was face. automatically out because she was Ginger. <laughs> but so anyway, back to this. Um, Jim's like everybody's pretending, and Jim's just the, like Charles goes like, oh, Jim, what about you? And he goes, oh, I'm not. I don't really watch it. And then <sighs> Jim goes, I play. Oh, yeah, he, More immediately, of a player. he immediately gets desperate. And Dwight calls him out on his shit like, oh, really, Jim? Because you never, ever talk about Dwight it. Dwight turns the screws pretty hard. Yeah, and Charles is like, what about you, Dwight? And he goes, oh, I don't like to pretend to be things I'm not. <laughs> I'm a, an idea man. That's what I bring to the table. Like, It was just really funny. It's good, it's good, because Dwight's smiling the whole time. Like, yep. <laughs> Jim, I have you by the balls. Yes, you know, he does. And then Jim's in a talking head, and he's like, yeah, I played from uh, second to fourth grade. I was on the orange team. <laughs> like most kids who are forced to play soccer, yeah. <laughs> they quit at one point. Good for him. So now we're back with Pam and my uh, Pam and Michael. That's the one thing about this episode. It was so much back and forth, like yeah, there's whiplash. A lot. There's a lot. Like it was like thirty seconds in one, thirty seconds in the other, and it was just is hard. But That's what she's they got Vikram. God damn it! <laughs> they got Vikram. Yes. So now uh, they're really excited. 
And they go, and Michael's like, oh, I have to go pee. And he runs into Idle Hour Lanes, which uh, is a real chain. Yeah, real. well, they have two. Well, yeah, they have two. There's one in Scranton and one around Scranton yes. in the suburbs. Uh, yeah, that's a real uh, business in that's, the area. It's not 24 hours, but... Yes, it is. Idle Hour Lanes is oh, 24 yeah. hours? Oh, hell yeah. Really? Yes. Holy shit. They, they nailed that. They, they did their research. They got this, like, they actually have the logo. The yeah, signs. they do have the if logo. If you go on, like, Facebook or whatever, look them I'll up. I'll give them that. I didn't realize they were 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Always oh, their bar closes at 2 a.m. No, that's right. Well, you yeah, have bars. <laughs> All right. Yes. I just assumed they closed at 2 a.m. No, no, no. The whole thing's <laughs> open. You could bowl at 4.30 if you Ugh. want. God damn. But anyway, so they're sitting out there, and I love this quote from Vikram because he says, Oh, Michael's very confident. And confidence, it's the food of the wise man, but the liquor of the fool. Yes. And Pam's like... I can't wait to get to know you better, Vikram. <laughs> so, because it's like, what happened in your uh, your like past life <laughs> that this is what it is? Okay, so now we go in, and Michael goes up to the counter, which is pretty busy for a midday. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are old ladies, and they have their <laughs> leagues at that time. I guess, but um, Ryan works there, and he's very tan and very blonde. Yeah, like Marshall Mathers. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can't believe they convinced him to dye his hair like that. Oh, yeah. But they did. And um, Pam, like, after a while, Vikram's like, I wonder what he's doing in there. Could he be bowling? And she's (laughs) like, yeah, actually, he could be. (laughs) So she goes in, and she's pissed to find that Ryan is there. Oh, yeah. And she's like, this wasn't on the list, Michael. But Michael added it. Somehow, someway, he (laughs) added it to the fucking list. So now she's like, we don't need Ryan. We're not doing it. And Ryan is like, what size are you guys? Nine? And what is that? A size men's ten? (laughs) (laughs) You know, just shits all over Pam immediately. Steals a bunch of bowling shoes and they head out. Yep. So now uh, Jim and Charles are in the kitchen and Charles is like, oh, oh. And he passes it to Halford. Yeah, he's kicking a cup. And Jim literally can't even get it out from underneath the cabinet. (laughs) He like pulls it out. With his hand. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And uh, Charles is like, this is going to be great. Can't wait for after work. We're going to play a game. And uh, so now we're back. And Michael, he... <laughs> they're walking. All four of them are walking through a nursing home. Yep. And they're like, what investor did you get, Michael? And it turns out to be his Nana's Investing Club. <laughs> so Michael introduces his dream team. And he's like, Vikram, the sales blah, the blah, The greatest blah. It over, uh, was it, telemarketing sales guy. Of lipophedrine. Yeah. Um, Pam. She'll reach for the stars. <laughs> yeah. She, we've never seen her get one, but she'll reach. And then Ryan stands up and they're like, don't call it a He's a VP, youngest VP of Dunner Mifflin, blah, 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 working at a bowling alley, <laughs> eating a pudding cup. Yeah, he's just like so chill. Oh, God. And then, so Michael does his pitch. And his Nana's like, all right, what's your mission statement? Do yeah. you have, like, a business plan, blah, blah, blah. Like, asking him actual Legitimate questions. questions. The kind of stuff that Oscar warned him about. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael's basically just like, well, listen, if you don't want to do paper, we can do anything. Like, already flips on his idea. So quickly. Um, oh, and then we go back to the office. 
and Jim says that he's going to try not to touch the ball as much as possible during this game and just chalk it up to teamwork. That's right. So now we go back, and that's when Michael's like, listen, Nana, we can do whatever fucking idea you want. <laughs> yeah, he does. He pretty he's, much starts saying we can do medicine, we can do toilet yeah. paper, whatever. And she's like, this is an uh, investment club, not a, a handout. handout club. And she says no. I love you, Michael, but no. Yeah. Which is funny because is this the Nana that sent him fifty dollar checks like ten years? I'm assuming 10 he has two. I'm assuming he has two ninety seven year old grandmothers. Thank God, lucky him, because he's in his forties. Yo, he's definitely forty five ish like, in the show. Yeah. He's in his forties for sure. Um, so anyway, Vikram then decides that's the last straw. I'm done. Drop me back off at the telephony company or whatever. Telephony. The telecenter. <laughs> Telemarketing. Whatever. <laughs> The call center that he worked in. So, <laughs> Charles is, they're playing the game, and Charles goes, Jim, yo, he kicks he this ball yeah. so hard. And if Jim didn't duck, it would have been Jim's face. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm Charles, sorry. again, is being a dick, I think. Huge dick. Yeah. So, he kicks the ball over to Jim. Punts Jim, it. Jim ducks. And poor Phyllis gets slammed in the fucking face. Like She's like, Marcia I think Brady. I swallowed a crown. <laughs> and they're like, Jim, why the fuck would you do? Yeah, everybody's mad at Jim now. Yeah, and J- he's like, what? And Dwight, of course. Why would an experienced player duck like that? <laughs> so everybody, and like Charles is like, or Jim Jim goes, I'm going to go get you ice. He goes, oh yeah, Jim, is that going to make it better? Do you feel good about yourself? Like, oh my God, this poor guy. So now Ryan, they go back to Michael's house, and, condo, yes. and Ryan's like, do you have TNT? What's the channel? Do you have TNT? And he just like runs in the house, and Pam just stays in the car, and she's like, I had a job, a full-time job with health benefits. I worked 10 feet from my fiance. What the fuck did I yeah, do? Why am I doing this? And um, Pam's like tweaking out on Michael, because... Michael's like, listen, Pam, like, now he's now the he turns into steady Pam. one. Yeah, yeah, he's like, let's make a list. She throws the notebook <laughs> back out of the car at him, and she tweaks out on him. And Michael's like, listen, my mother used to say average people were the most special people, and that's why God made so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is that's so sad. dark. That's sad. That's real sad. <laughs> that is so dark. So, um... Pam goes, your grandmother didn't even believe in you. Yeah. She's like, why did I run? Why am I doing this? Yeah. She's she's just panicking. and She is. She's having a meltdown like Michael did this morning. Yep. And Michael's like, listen, we both quit. What are our options? We can either try or we do nothing. Like, And he goes, I do my best work when no one believes in me. (laughs) Yep. And uh, so Michael finally decides to be a leader, essentially. And he goes inside and he calls Billy. The building Billy manager. Billy Merchant. Yes. And he's like, Billy, come on, you gotta do something for me. Free office space. And he's like, and then all of a you just hear, Ew, no, not there. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> and um, so we find out that he go like they they find office space in the same office building, which Michael goes, Oh, that's a good thing. It's right in the middle of the paper belt. <laughs> which is not a thing. Love that. But um they're they're in the the same office building that Dunder Mifflin is in, and they're mm-hmm. adding their name down to the little felt directory by the elevator. And Charles approaches them, and Michael explains to him, like, listen, man, we're going to open a can of whoop-ass on you. <laughs> pretty much so it. watch it. 
And Charles, like, he doesn't even really even say anything. He's just like, whatever, and just yeah, leaves. he just leaves. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. What did you give this one, dude? 3.3. Slightly better than the last episode. Wow, wow, wow. I gave it a 3.4. Okay, Slightly so we're, better. So we're on the same like, We are literally okay. on the same because we okay. went up two points from our other yeah. scores. Okay, so this one... Uh, where to even begin with this? The cold opening is great. I like that. The stuff with Pam and Michael is like, okay. Uh, I don't get the Ryan thing. Um... And I have a lot more to say about that coming up in future yeah. episodes. Um, I said the like, Vikram stuff was funny, actually. I, I, liked, like Vikram. I liked Vikram a lot in this episode. Uh, it's getting old seeing this is, what, three episodes in a row now that Ch- Charles has just browbeaten Jim. Oh, my God. And Yo, he tried to put him in the hospital. Could you imagine yeah. if that if that ball hit him in the face four feet closer mm-hmm. than it did to Phyllis? It was, uh, yeah, like, that's the thing is, like, the Charles stuff really does come across, like, me? Why the fuck? Yeah, it's like not even funny. It's Man, just like, like Jim didn't do anything. This guy is like the closest we ha- we've had to like a legitimate heel on the show. Yeah, like a bad guy. Like he's just sucks. Yeah. And also, I think this has been a couple episodes now. I want to say it's been like six episodes since we've seen Daryl. Oh. I haven't. I, I can't remember the last time we saw. Was it Michael's roast? Maybe. I can't. Hey, even think. idiot! <laughs> oh, that's true. He's in Start the Wonka. over. He was in the Wonka episode for a second. <laughs> that's right. But um, like I don't know. There's just this. The past two, these two episodes we talked about today were focused on Michael and Pam mm. and Charles and Jim. And there wasn't really, like, you know, Kevin got the cold open or whatever, and they Michael, like, talking to them individually. Yeah. Like, it's okay. They mixed everybody in. But, like, the Jim-Charles stuff is not entertaining. And the Michael and Pam thing is slow moving. It's almost entertaining in the way that Dwight gets so much joy out of Yeah, because Dwight's getting... on the good side now. Yeah. Where Michael always, like, even though Dwight was his number two and up his ass, Michael always deferred to Jim. Yeah. Like, showed more to him. So Dwight is, like, actually getting enjoyment out of this in mm-hmm. a way, which is nice. But, like, I don't know. There's just something that's just not clicking with these two episodes this week where they were better than average. Three, yeah, low no, threes, they were but... good. And I even said, I was like, they were good, funny. Like, they were good. They had funny parts. They moved it along. It was nothing crazy, but it was entertaining. Yeah. If anything, these are just further building blocks to the Michael storyline. Absolutely. Where it's going, I don't fucking know. But I, but you know what? They're still able to move the story along. Yeah, he's starting his own paper company now. Last week he quit. And there's still funny parts. He quit, then he went through the transition, now he's starting the company. Yeah. It's all logical and it's good storytelling. It's fun to watch Mm -hmm. for the most part. It's just not, it's just not anything that jumps out. Yeah, it's no gay witch hunt. (laughs) Gay Witch Hunt is its own like brand, but like yeah, it's it, there's nothing to complain about really. No. But it, it's just well, there's nothing. There was crazy nothing crazy. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing crazy about it. Yeah. So I mean, I I dig it. We dig it. We dig it enough. I enjoyed so it. So we'll see because it's obviously going to continue. Yeah. Into next week's show. So I mean, we you know, we'll see what happens. Anything else you want to add? No, I'm good on those. But oh. next week we do have season five, episode twenty three. Michael Scott Paper Company Yeesh. and episode twenty four heavy competition. All right, and as you yeah, I kind of gave a little sneak peek earlier. I'm very, really ready to go with these episodes. <laughs> I am raring and ready to go because I have stuff to talk about. We're excited, but we'll get there next week. But uh, you know, until then, guys, you know, go out there, follow us on Twitter at Bro Sis Podcast, or send us emails if you want to at Brother Sister Rewatch at Gmail We'll be happy to read them on the show and give you live feedback. From our studio here <laughs> for as long as we can get it, you know, with the quarantine and was it stay at place? Yeah, laws unfortunately, and shit like that? our uh, the the county of Lackawanna 
got put on oh stay at home orders. Yeah, so. so. Central employees and grocery shopping only. We might, so. have, we might have a remote episode in the future if this carries on much longer. Mm-hmm. But who knows? So uh, we'll be back next week. Later. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.